what is up podcast people and soundtrack geniuses around the world you are listening to the soundcast the official podcast of tracksounds.com i am christopher coleman and i'm introducing a special interview with composer lauren balfe this interview was conducted by marius Masselar back in december of 2011 composer lauren balfe is a grammy award-winning film composer who's worked on notable titles such as megamind sherlock holmes inception he was nominated for the discovery of the year world soundtrack award back in 2009 for his bafta award-winning score for crying with laughter he's also worked on films such as pirates of the caribbean 2 and 3 the simpsons movie angels and demons transformer revenge of the fallen and most recently he's worked with composer hans zimmer once again for the video game title of Skylander Spyro's Adventure and also for Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um well I mean the two the two projects that I really wanted to um talk about today are Skylanders and um Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah. But sort of to get us there, I wanted to ask about how you made the transition into game music to begin with. I mean you've you've told us now how you uh sort of went from commercials into film, but how did you then end up you know, from there into video games. Um, uh, you know, somebody, somebody said something to me a couple of weeks ago and they, they, they asked the same question. I, I don't see a difference personally between video games and films. I think now there's so the, the, the cinematics are so realistic, realistic that, and there are so many re- uh, cinematics and cutscenes. It's like watching a film. So I think it's a it's if anything it's a natural it's a natural progression. It's it's like there used to be such a snobbiness I think with composers where um uh you know oh he's a composer for television and that used to mean well that they were stuck in that and they couldn't get into film or anything else. Yeah. And I and I think the same was with the uh, game gaming music. You were you were in that and then that was it. But now it's uh, it's like a, it's a it's a mini feature film, if not a bit a bigger feature film. So I I, I simply got into it by the fact that um, uh, Call of Duty um, was uh, they 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 came to hands and uh, uh, we just we did it as a co-write because they 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 wanted they wanted a big epic sound and they wanted uh, Phil Mesk as uh, possibly as humanly possible yeah so um that 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 was the introduction really was was through him and and the game the gaming world was was again by pure accident i i i the probably the last time i played a computer game was a star wars game in a arcade in uh in just outside inverness in scotland yeah. so i i wasn't a gamer and um are you uh, 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 no, I I have got the worst coordination known to man. I'm so grateful I can actually manage to use my left and my right hand to make music because uh, I uh, uh, I think when uh, Modern Warfare came out, my mother did better than I did on it. So um, I I I, uh, I I I can't I just can't do it. I get so stressed by it. But then that, that's my own issues, I suppose. But it's um, 
but it it it, it, it makes no difference to me if, if I played or not because I, I, I still see it and I still know that what I'm seeing I still got to get that emotion of what's going on visually to the audience so it's, it's exactly the same as a film I'm not an actor and I'm not I'm not going on the set but I still managed to do an all right job with film to try to portray the emotion that's going on yeah no that so, makes sense they're both they're both cinematic products in the end so I, well, yeah, and, and most importantly, they're they're both a a um, a. We're trying to give the audience or the gamer um, uh, as many emotions uh, possible. So uh, visually, it's very stimulating, and musically, we're trying to kind of get you into that world so that you feel, my goodness, I am really macho and I've got this gun and I'm going right through it. So it's, it's, um, it's exactly the same. So I got, I, I got into it that way. And then, and then really it just started, um, it started then blossoming because then it led into Christ, uh, crisis and then, and then, and then actually the, the Assassin's Creed world happened by, um, Simply doing uh, some trailers for them. Oh, um, the, on board for the for the real thing. Uh, yeah, I had I had started. Um, I, I think I'd done one of their EA uh, exhibitions um, for the the second one. Okay. Uh, and um, and uh, yeah, so I started. I I did a uh, I, I got in because of doing a commercial for them. And then they got to hear my music, and then it led on to that. Well, fair enough. And what about Skylanders? Because that's a little bit, uh, you know, it's it's less of a, an action game. It's not really in the vein of, of the other things that you've done <laughs> up to that point. So, so no, no, not really. A bit, a bit less blood. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's um, the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, no, that, well, I, again, it came from, I think, our working relationship with, um, with uh, Activision. And uh, Activision had done Modern Warfare, so this this was their their I think their third game after Modern Warfare. So it was a case of again they just wanted. Um, uh, I, I've I've just literally today, well yesterday, started on the next uh, Skylanders game. All right. Um, so that'll be out next year. So um, it. Uh, yeah, it's a totally contrasting different world, but they they I think they just again wanted this kind of uh they know that we can, I can deliver and uh and I think no matter what the style is, they they kind of feel a bit safe. Goodness knows why, but um well, I it's think it's nice to be trusted. I mean, obviously you've you've earned it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think I think uh I think, and you know, the other thing is, is that it's being able to be compatible and and change things because there's a game music. There's a lot of people involved with decisions. So, uh, quite honestly, sometimes far more than than on a film. Yeah. Um, and um, and it's much more complicated because we're dealing with several layers of music where that music's got to be. Um, if the if the game we might we might deliver three hours or four hours of music, but the gameplay lasts twenty twenty hours, say. So that that music's really 
you've got to, as well as write a piece of music, that piece of music's got to be able to be dissected and use the stems to be able to use. And that's something that people don't really ever think about, really. They kind of, uh, you, you just think, oh, well, yeah, that piece of music's all right. But there, there is a plan with a lot of it sometimes. You kind of, when you're doing it, you're like, oof. I know you could actually remove the melody, you could remove all the percussion, and you've got a different piece there that they can use. So it's, um, it's yeah, it's a bit more complicated. But but the, but I think it was a case of they they um, they wanted an an identity really for Skylander Spyro because it was a relaunch, and um, and basically I think it was uh, it was just just as hard as. Uh, as any other game, even though it was, you know, it was for a different age group, because it was, it's difficult to do music like that and not make it sound patronizing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is, uh, it is a, a different target audience for sure. Yeah. Um, now, you you were talking about having a lot of people influencing the the creative direction, and one of the things I wanted to ask you about was how you actually landed on the final, uh, I guess, sound for Skylanders, because listening through the score, it's very eclectic. There's a lot of um, variety in the instrumentation, in the moods. So was there a very solid direction from the start that you were adhering to, or did it kind of evolve a little more naturally from uh, Trial and Error as you were going along? Um, I think I think there was the uh, I wouldn't say trial and error, but there was there was a case of look visually what we're seeing it's a, a totally uh, exterior lifestyle world we're looking at. Um, so we 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 know that we want to kind of have uh, m- musically a, a a very quirky world. So that, that's why. I was trying to do different styles of music. I was trying to do dub, and I was trying to do a bit of drum and bass, and then there was classical. And it was really just, um, basically, the kitchen sink was used in regards to uh, uh, trying to uh, get as many different colors as possible. Some of the music, there was influences of India. Uh, it, it was really just to try to kind of make you feel, uh, what on earth is that? And I think I think uh, that's what I kept trying to do was just to try to kind of um, if if there was a sound that I hadn't heard in a few years then I then I then I put it in it because I thought right that's uh, that needs a bit of an airing and um, and the and the mate and the and the designers of the game they 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 just wanted they didn't want it to be safe and they didn't want you know typical orchestra or typical the fact is they didn't want a cliche but. Everything's a cliche nowadays, so it's uh, it's it's very hard to kind of uh, break away from that. Well, yeah, because it's it's uh, you if you don't do if I know it's aimed for children, but you can't you can't start doing serious scary music. You've got to have it a bit tongue in cheek because you don't want the poor child crying and never sleeping sleeping for two weeks. So it it was just a case of. trying to create its own identity and I think that's why it was good getting Miriam Stockley who's a wonderful singer um, and I had heard I'd known her work for 20 years um, and it was just to kind of again just add this weird colour of like we don't know what the work the language is that she's singing even but it doesn't matter because it's just sounding like these clouds in the sky so 
yeah, and and and, and there's no there's no kind of there's, there, there really is no uh, deep analysis over over it. It's simply it was a case of just fun and trying to kind of uh, add some interesting colours and textures to it because it was it's it's. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 just a it's just a bit of fun music. Well, the result is very fun. I mean, listening to the score is is quite a treat, and there are a lot of moments where I hear things in there, and I'm going, I, you know, like you said, I haven't heard that sound in a long time, and uh, often it's the combinations that uh, intrigued me listening to it, and like just hearing the way that you blended some of those different elements. Um, but you mentioned that it's a Spyro game, and you know, it's a reboot, but there is huh. a, a large Spyro. Uh, legacy, I suppose. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, so I know. Was that an influence? I mean, did you did you have to consider that at all, or did they basically say, "Look, forget about what was done and just reinvent entirely"? Like, how 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 uh, faithful did you feel like you had to be to the original? Oh, I listen. I I did exactly what I did on Assassin's Creed. I didn't listen to anything beforehand. I knew that if I did, then that was it. I was going to be. I was gonna. I was gonna already have a, a, a cons- uh, uh, an idea of what there was before. Yeah, be a bias, so, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is that it's. Um, um, it was only afterwards when I kind of. I, I'm a massive Stuart Copeland fan. I just. I, I love Stuart Copeland, and then it was afterwards. Then I listened to Stuart's music for it. Um, no, I, I, I think uh, it was uh, it was a fresh palette. It, it, they they just wanted a fresh start. They didn't want things to be kind of connected in any way. It, it's, it's it's a visually it's a brand new uh, uh, game and it's a brand new project. So, um, but um, yeah, it was um, it was it was just a case of. Can you come up with a a, a a musical brand for us? Yeah, and it was a unique brand for the reboot. Yeah, so so hopefully we achieved it. But it's but I, I, it's a nice crazy world because the last couple of days since starting on the on the on the new one, it's fun being able to do anything. You 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 can you can write classical a classical fugue in the style of Bach with a drum and bass beat behind it and it's valid which you could you couldn't really do in the real world so it's it's fun yeah well i and that's one of the advantages of of video games is sometimes you get the opportunity i guess to uh do some more innovative combinations like that which you might not otherwise get to in in film or in advertising or yeah i i i i think i think i think i think the game 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 developers now and the people they're they're I think they they've had their spell where they were always chasing the films, and uh, in regards to co- concept ideas, they were always behind. And I think now they're on equal par. Filmmakers sit there and discuss computer games now. Yeah. So, um, so it, it's it's interesting uh, uh, that uh, uh, nothing can shock them when you say, "Well, why don't we do this?" They're they're much more open to it because they. They they want to try to be different. They don't want to kind of sit there and say, "Can you give us something like The Dark Knight?" They they they, they don't they they want to be able to be said in a year's time that the music for their game is being referenced instead of referencing film music. 
So you feel that that gaming has moved past that initial insecurity where it just judged everything that it did against its film counterpart. I think so. I, I, I think or I think so that or I've just been very lucky with everybody I work with. <laughs> you know, the, the, the crisis and uh, um, assassins, uh, Ubisoft and Activision, they all they 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 they, they want to be uh, equal. They don't want to be sitting there and kind of say, oh, we, well, we want it to be like that successful film from last year. It's. Go and do something so we we're now we're now creating a new identity that people will will talk about. That is very encouraging. Some uh, some of the other composers that we've spoken with have been less sure on that. They felt that um, sometimes games are still trying to follow a little too closely in the footsteps of films. So it's it's good to hear that you know that might not necessarily be the case depending yeah. on the uh, developers. Uh, now, just to to get into Assassin's Creed, uh, I mean, obviously, again, that's following up on a, a large legacy of of music and of uh, just a general audio mood now. So, how yeah. uh, how did you slot in there alongside uh, Jesper? Were you two working uh, fairly collaboratively, or was it you know more independent responsibilities? How did that how did that work out? Um, no, uh, it was total 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 segregation. I never, I never, um, I never even uh, met Jesper actually, or spoken to him. So, oh, wow. um, so, I, I, and it was a different, and it was a kind of a different, real, uh, a different, uh, uh, it was a different beast. I, I was, I was brought in to kind of help out and do the, um, uh, the cutscenes and the cinematics, uh, and. Uh, and then, and then that led into then I then I started doing the multi the 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 game the actual game music for the multiplayer. So um, that's uh, that's that's how I got into it. So what were your goals in terms of uh, in following up on 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 what Jesper was doing and on bringing your own you know more progressive sound to it? How did you? Uh, how did you work with? That? I mean, especially if you hadn't spoken to him, how did you ensure that it was going to be a consistent sound between the two of you? Um, I think the, 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 the other the other thing was to to the other job I I had to, uh, to do was to also kind of try the um, to thematically, and it's not it's not because that there wasn't one there before, but it was to. Right, this game has evolved. The characters have evolved, and we're on a journey now. Um, was to try to kind of also cre- create a theme for the franchise. That always, there'd uh, always been character themes, um, but because of the the amount of cinematics I was doing, it was also it was a main. It was a case of right. Let's let's create um, an, an actual brand identity as a piece of music, so you know when you hear it, boom, that's Assassin's Creed. And it's not just uh, one particular character. You you wanted one that would now yes. represent the whole franchise going forward. Uh, absolutely, and uh, and and be able to kind of have that slowly evolve. So it's always hard to do something like that because there's always going to be haters regarding that. And um, uh, but. 
they, they again they're looking at it as equally as you would if you were making a film. They, the, the 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 game is evolving. It's changing. There's there's different character development. There's different plot lines occurring. Um, the character is cha- is changing and maturing. Um, so so thematically, the first thing I did was to try to to create a, a theme that was a uh, that could become an identity for Assassin's Creed. Whether it was whatever period of time we're in, it doesn't matter. This is this is our actual uh, uh, this is our main theme. So that that was the first thing. I, I went into, and then in regards to kind of having things um, matching, uh, I'd I'd listen to Jesper's music because for the gameplay music, I, I the the cutscene would come after the gameplay, so I needed to know what tempo he was in or what key he was in, so I was able to reference that. So yeah. uh, I was always able to kind of keep in context where he was, so then I could kind of take over and do um, uh, uh, the, the actual cinematic scenes. Uh, that's an interesting approach, though. Do you, would you have preferred to, uh, you, you know, to speak with him and, and to work a little more collaboratively, or did you actually find that working uh, independently that way helped you, um, I guess, be more productive or be more uh, secure in, in what you were doing and how you were accomplishing it? Uh I think you know it. It made no difference. I think if I had, it might have. It might have. Um, it's. It's like if I had listened to the music from the other, the last two games, it, it would have. It could have subconsciously influenced me. Um, and uh, it. 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 it uh, I, the, the, the only feedback I. I, I needed and and uh, uh, and help really was from. The guys making the game, they, 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 because it's their baby. They've been living with it for, I don't know, five years or something. Yeah. So, so, so that they're, they're my judge and jury. So if something wasn't working, they, 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 they always had their finger on it. So, uh, and to me, I, I, it, it didn't matter what had happened before because again, I was trying to kind of just get us into a more, a more grand and epic world musically. So that so that that viewer, when that cutscene came, you were blown away, and you were, wow, they're sailing to Constantinople now, and it's big because it's visually big. So let's let's kind of make it as like what it would be in a film. Yeah, and 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 you said you were focused primarily on the uh, on the cinematic music, but um, when you do work in games, and especially since um, you were previously used to more linear. Um, work in in film and, and things like that how do you find the interactive element affects your writing process is that something that you consciously consider like you were saying earlier okay you know this stem from this cue will you know this could be removable this could be uh, d- does that affect the actual writing process for you at all or do you sort of approach a cue the same way and then figure out how it could be dissected later uh makes no difference it's it it really is just um i i i think it makes a difference but also it's it's every single every single cinematic uh, is a, a separate situation it's just like a cue there's no there's you don't approach a cue in a film exactly the same way every single time yeah 
So it's it, it's each one is 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 its own individual uh, approach. And I was wondering if uh, I mean there's it's a huge amount of music and and even that's evidenced by the size of the album release. Um, I know it's Gosh. like just just so much there and. Uh, for for those of us who are you know going to be working our way through it, uh, listening to it, and and in the game, are there any particular moments or or cues that you're you know proud of more more than than the rest? Like some moments that you would say, okay, this I'm extremely proud of how that turned out. That was you know that's a highlight for me from the project. Uh, I, 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 listen, I, I think the highlight to me was 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 was. Um... Trying to get that, trying to get a, a new theme into the game and the franchise. It's a very, it's a very, um, it's a very protected uh, world, Assassin's Creed. And I think, uh, and a lot of the fans and the gamers, it's it's there. It's they've lived and breathed this for a long time. Um, and uh, uh, I. I I think when it came out, I was a bit worried because I thought, oh dear, there's people going to be, there's not going to, you know, there's, there's going to be haters, obviously. But um, um, no, I, 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 I'm more proud now when I see it, uh, the fact that uh, it, especially in the game, it's a, it's very obvious that there is a strong thematical structure now, and this, uh, and that there's this Assassin's Creed thematical world now pushing us through it because the, the the best one I think I did was the, orig, the original trailer which appears at the beginning when when you see him getting uh, captured and then they take him to go and hang him yeah uh, uh, and that and that's what that's where the, the the theme kind of came from and it was a kind of uh, a slow introduction to it so so I but I, I, I'd say I say the the thematical world, and also trying you know getting a voice to sing it as well because again, Jesper's world has been very strongly influenced uh, with 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 the with that sonic world of the female voice. So it was uh, uh, it was very hard to kind of uh, create something new, but st- still have it connected. Well, I think you managed it very well i mean the the theme itself is uh i felt at least very respectful to the original material but it does bring it to a different level of um i guess cinematic quality so from that perspective i i would i would say you you've definitely accomplished what you were after i'm wondering how many reactions you've you've gotten in terms of the uh you know how how people are liking the uh, the music that you've that you've contributed and the foundation, the thematic foundation that you were talking about. Yeah, has, has it been positive or, or, or have you been finding the feedback? So uh, it's you name it, and I've got it. It's uh, either it's either great or it's what have you done? You've ruined my game. So, um, so lots of extremes. Oh yes, it's like it, it, it's it's. Um, uh, I, I think I think it's kind of funny sometimes when you get an email saying uh, um, I'm I do not enjoy the music. And look, at the end of the day, somebody's taken time to writ- write and tell me that, so uh, it's a talking point. It's uh, it's uh, uh, it, it caused a reaction, which is, I suppose that's what about composing and creating the arts is all about. It doesn't. Yeah. 
it's, it's not necessarily going to just be good things told to you all the time. So, um, but I, but I, I think I think in general we've 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 moved on, and and I, I think now now with the with the the franchise, it, it's now it, it's 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 now we are, we are now evolving, and, and you uh, feel like you you've created a comfortable foundation to build on down the road. Uh yes. Yeah, you know, I, I yes, I've already, you know, because I, I, I'll, I'll be, yeah, I'm starting, I will be starting the next one soon, and and we've been going through things, and it's, uh, we, we have a, a, a world now, so we we have certain characters, and but, yeah. And are there any other, you know, looking forward to uh, to the rest of this year? Are there any other projects that you can mention to us that you're working on? I mean, um, we know now that you're working on the the next Skylanders and that uh, oh. the next Assassin's Creed is is on the way. Do you have any other interesting things that you're allowed to mention? Well, um, the, the, you know, the process for for especially with Assassin's Creed, that's gonna it's probably gonna be a a year of my life, probably. Um, at least a year, um, but um, uh, no, I, I, there's lo- lots of interesting projects going on. The, 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 I, I've, we've d- just finished Sherlock Holmes too, uh, the film. So uh, we finished that probably about two weeks ago. Uh, Fairly recently, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, so um, we had the premiere two nights ago. So it looks fantastic. Um, uh, but also, th- but but things like we've uh, also the, one of the projects we had just finished hans and i co-wrote um uh it's 50 years of amnesty the charity organization okay and uh for their anniversary they wanted a new anthem to be written so we've spent several months trying to come up with an anthem and we finally got it and um and now it's it's part of their one more voice campaign so that'll be coming out hopefully this uh, yes this month so things like that's also good because it's doing something good it's not just sitting there and writing for yourself and uh, being told oh that's a lovely piece of music yeah, this is actually your impact uh, yeah and the whole point is is to try to get knowledge out there about how important amnesty is so so the one more voice campaign uh I, you know organizations like that and um and uh, Duke of Edinburgh and other schemes like that are very are very important. And I think that if we can do if we can help in any way by just sitting there and playing in our little keyboards, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's very worthwhile. Um, and then uh, yeah, so on top of Spiral, uh, I'm probably missing stuff. I've just started working on a DreamWorks film, and then next year uh, I'll. Uh, most likely, I'll be working on um, the next Batman. So you've got quite an exciting uh, variety of things coming up. I mean, that's that's such a variety of of genres and things like that. It uh, I guess oh it yeah, that nicely. No, I think the variety is the spice to life. I think uh, I, I think I think that's why also doing doing things like Spyro is fun because you get a bit of light relief. And uh, and uh, and I and I really do enjoy having several things on at the same time because I like to dip into each pool, 
um, to kind of keep my mind just changing all the time. And, and, and also it means that if you're working on something very serious, you kind of sometimes get ideas for a, a comedy or something. And, and it's great to be able to kind of jump into it and, and do it. So, um, yeah, it, it, there's, uh, uh, I had my tarot cards read last week and they said this year was going to be very, very busy. So she, uh, she was right. Well, it certainly sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'd imagine that's usually the case nowadays with you. I don't it kind well, it is. But the thing is that I think now with games, I'm just doing more and more and more and more now. Um, it it's it, it's uh, um, it, it's probably it, it's. Uh, I don't think I've had such a busy year ever in my life. So it's it's very exciting and it's fun. And uh, 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 yeah, no. But this year, this year will be will be very, very busy. So here's an imaginative question for you. Uh, just, you know, on a parting note here, if you had to pick a single film or game or, or even a franchise that you would love to be the composer for, your ideal project, what would it be? Um, I, well, listen, I, I, I've been very fortunate enough, I think, in, in, in working working on basically the the best franchises in game in game in the game world um uh with assassins and and uh modern warfare i i think i'm i've kind of i've i've done the best what there is that's um, true actually yeah you you're pretty much um, <laughs> and and they're and they're very extreme uh musically but also as as in the the context of the game um i think uh I, I I wouldn't say if there's a fra- there's there's nothing there's nothing uh, there's nothing I kind of ever say oh gosh I'd like I like to do that I think it's I I think it's a case of if it's interesting and 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 I haven't done it before so it's a bit so it's slightly different so I can so I can learn and get something out of it as well because it's um uh I I yeah I I, I no. There, there, there's, there's, there's. Okay, no, fair uh, enough. Fair enough. No, I, 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 it's an interesting one because I've thought about it in regards to kind of franchise, but I, I think that if somebody came over and said, write a piece of music for my book of poetry, that might be interesting, and I'd probably do it, but I, I would have never contemplated it. Um, so I think it's a case of uh, in, individual, individual. You know, listen, I. I I I've, I recently just finished a, a, a fantastic documentary on J.D. Salinger, and that I've been on, who, who wrote Catching the Rye, amongst others, and that I've been on for about two years. And before I started on it, I I had never I, I have never heard of J.D. Salinger. Excuse my ignorance, but I was born in Scotland, and Catching the Rye was not part of of our reading repertoire. Um, but it was. A fantastic two years of my life working on it. It was just it's uh, 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 f- to learn so much about this character. It was something I never expected. So it was it uh, it was a kind of a, a big surprise to be able to um, to 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 do it because I I would have never ever thought about doing it. So well, I think um, that's, a, that's a healthy mentality. Uh, you know, valuing a learning experience and the serendipity of just getting these projects that you don't expect and then making the best of them. 
Oh yeah, you know, I uh, two months ago I did an interesting project with um, Ron Howard and Bryce, his daughter, and it was um, imagination uh, project, and it was Canon had uh, they wanted a, a short uh, film made based on photographs. So, uh, um, so basically, I think there was over a hundred thousand entries um, of photographs of 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 anything. You, you had photographs of people, you had photographs of scenery, situ- you had situations, you had uh, uh, landscapes. And their, and their plan was basically, let's make a film from these photographs. Interesting. So they, uh, and it, it was a fascinating process to see how they ended up coming down and kind of getting down to these seven photographs, then going, right, this is our story. Uh, and that and that that was again. It was some. Uh, it was a uh, an interesting project that I would have never thought about ever doing, let alone that even thinking of it. So I, I think it was. Um, uh, I, I think the ones that kind of knock on your doors as a surprise are, are the the most uh, interesting ones because you just don't think about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's. Uh, I found the same kind of thing. Um, I, you probably have no idea, but I, I actually um, am also a composer, so I'm not totally ignorant on on your perspective. Um, from uh, things, so. yeah, no, I but but I think that's I, I think I think it's it's like if you sit there and um, and always say, well, I I want to write big blockbuster films. You kind of. You turned yourself off to a bunch of things. Yeah, you're, 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 you, 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 it's. I'm only going to date girls with blonde hair that are six foot. That are six foot two. Yeah, it's you're, you're really, you're, you're restricting yourself now. Yeah, it's silly. No, I, I agree with you. I, I just, um, you know, sometimes people have their one pet thing that they'd, they'd always, you know, oh, I, I wish I could have scored Star Trek or whatever. So. Oh yes, but you know what. The the thing is, is that a you'll never beat that theme. It's like, oh yes, I wish I could rescore Star Wars. Who am I kidding? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it, it, it's um, it, it, it's and also we know what it is. We're going to do something in the style of it. So it, it, it's 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 uh, I, I think sometimes in life it's best to leave things the way they were. Yeah, and, and uh, like you said, I mean we're. Who's going to be uh, Jerry Goldsmith and no, William? No, I, no. I, I'd, ra- I'd rather be. I'd rather be remembered for for Lorne Balf doing something new than trying to be a hack and and rewrite Psycho. Yeah. No. No. I think that's fair. I mean, uh, and 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 you you've been lucky enough to get opportunities to do that, which is what because nice, the frustrating thing is always <coughs> you know getting those projects where it's like oh please sound like so and so and. Uh, well, yeah, but but look, the the thing is, is that I've 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 been very fortunate in in having a uh, a, 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 a a fantastic learning curve with working with one of the, if not the best, uh, living composers, um, and 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 the fact that Hans has always tried to evolve. He he could, uh, of course you can. Some you know you can sometimes sit there and kind of go, oh yes, that sounds like, hands. But other times you couldn't tell. 
and 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 it's evolve. So the music as well as yourself has got to evolve. It's, well, it, uh, yeah. I mean, he he pushes the envelope, and that's uh, that's why he's so good at what he does. I think, and, and why uh, he's inspired. yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, and it's and it's not being complacent and just sitting there going, "Oh well, I can do that again." If if people say something sounds like it, then it's because that's your style. It, it, it's it's. Uh, if somebody says, oh, well, I don't like that piece of music from Assassin's Creed because it sounds so big and stuff, that's, that's unfortunately, that's a style. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's called big epic music. Yeah, and there's no accounting for taste. I mean, some people just aren't into some people, kinds of music. That's just some, people, some people don't have taste, though. We just yeah. have to, <laughs> to realize that sometimes. Yeah, well, that's that's why you know I asked what kind of feedback you'd been getting because I'm I'm legitimately curious. I mean, some some people are just so I don't know they're frustrating almost in their inability to be open to different kinds of music and different kinds of of sound. Even they just don't you know anything that doesn't come out of a violin and a trumpet just doesn't oh yeah value for them. It's it's unusual. No, but but I uh, it, it's I I think that. If you if you were ever worried about what people thought or said, then you'd you'd never get that you'd never let that piece of music out into the world. You just keep it in a yeah, in a you cup. Couldn't. You couldn't because you'd always come up against someone who hated it. Yeah, I, I, and and I think that that's that's why the last thing you ever do is Google yourself because you don't want you don't want to. You know, depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not always depressing, (laughs) but uh, but it's just it's just the case of there's there's look there's no right or wrong to any situation. It's it's what what I think is a good tune to you could be the worst tune known to man. Yeah. And and uh, and it's just we're both equally right about it. Yeah. You 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 don't like it? Fine. But it's 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 um. Get over it. It's not. Yeah. It, it's 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 not heart surgery. It's yeah. this is just a piece of music and it's an emotion. And if you're not get digging it, fine. We can just move on. Um, and uh, and that's what makes it fun. Romantic music to me could be totally different to you, and and that's what's. Um, I think that's what makes it fun and what makes it. Uh, I think that's what it's meant to be about. It's meant to be a challenge, and it's meant to be fun. If well, it wasn't, it wasn't big, fun. I'd get a job in a bank. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and the big challenge is is making that emotion clear to as many people as possible. Like for for film, you know, you get okay, a romantic scene. You've got to make it feel romantic for as many people as as possible. I mean, but well, uh, well, y- look, you've got to kind of be commercial. It, 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 it's it's. Uh, I know sometimes to me the most emotional music can be a singular instrument, but but sometimes you've got to kind of think, okay, wait a minute, we've got to we've got to we've got to get more than just me um, getting this emotion. So how can we help do this? You have to have some sensitivity to the context, yeah. Uh, yeah, and not necessarily be selfish. <laughs> it's it's um, it's. Uh, yeah, it, 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 you've got to, and I think that's what makes good composers compared to bad composers. It's not necessarily just the the notes that you write; 
it's the communication with who you're with and who's going to be listening to it to try to kind of get that message to them. Um, so thank you very much for chatting with us, Lauren. Uh, we wish you the best of luck with your ongoing work and look forward to catching up with you again soon. Brilliant. Well, it was my pleasure. And uh, thank you very much for, uh, for talking to me. Uh, listeners, uh, this is about the time for you to have your say. Whatever feedback you've got, don't hesitate to leave us a note on iTunes or send us uh, an email or bug us on Twitter. Well, if, if, if it's not a good comment, then don't. Yeah, don't, then you well, can keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, so until next time, this is Marius Masilar encouraging you to stay tuned.